Previously on Adventures in Questing. Yeah, I wonder if he's coming back. Like Olaf. He's coming back to power. Or something like that. I don't know, I feel like no? things are clicking in my head, but I can't figure out how they're clicking. Are you alive with that? I want to be. Gunhilda comes out. So you're here? Yeah. Tell me, have you ever played chess? <laughs> no. <laughs> you are not defined by what you have done. You are defined by the fact that looking back on what you have done, you decided to change. You and the rest of your friends should really come back together. I saw if and a lot of darkness coming upon the land. You want to get the gang back together. I miss them a lot, but I have a job here and the rest of them aren't going to get back together until you get a Mahdi around. And you were all standing on a boat. And then the boat stops. The path is closed. Boss, please. What do you want me to do? I'll do something for you. Something special. Just don't punish them. I will allow you the rest of the way. Bloody hell! Uh, what the fuck are you doing out here? Uh, we lost our oars. Fishing trip. And you can see the city of Svanhill. This city is very Venice-like. It's very elegant. And as you start to kind of sail in, the captain kind of looks at you all. Beautiful, isn't it? Kind of gestures to the city. Yeah, it's lovely. Oh yeah. Uh, we're gonna be dropping off our, uh, our payload at the North Shore. So hopefully you can find where you need to go from there. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. They sail out of the kind of bay into the main river and then oars extend from the ship and they start to row up river slowly. You can see now this river is gigantic. You can see back where the falls go. Yeah, it's like a mile wide. Smack dab in the middle is a faint hill that crests up and out of the water so that the water kind of forks around it. And built upon that hill is a massive stone swan whose like curved neck like stretches high up into the sky with these two great wings that extend. Built onto the back of this giant stone swan appears to be uh, a large temple comprised of two twin towers. And almost like bursting from the stone wings are two twin effigies of a woman who you would probably associate. Um, make religion checks, anybody who wants to. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to say that's a no. Five. Oh, I don't know. Two. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> you would recognize, so... The goddess Gala is the goddess of the moon. She does, now she is depicted as having two forms, twin forms, because there are two moons. She wasn't always depicted as that. In the legends of Gala, this is the spot where she summoned Lemaire, who was her mount, this gigantic swan, who she rode into the sky to wrangle the moon, bid to do so by her father. So this is, that's why it is called Swan Hill. It is a kind of a celebration of that spot. So there are twin effigies of Gala and then this massive temple and then just built from that a series of highways and platforms and canals like Venice that stretch up and across the river. It is so, so, so beautiful. It feels very old and, and, and gorgeous and elegant. Um, as you kind of are sailing, you see there are like gondolas that are being used to like navigate canals. Like people seem to be getting around on foot as much as they are using like boats. Very Venice. And eventually the ship sails up, or rows up the river rather, and docks at this northern shore. Mm. And they start to unload the various fish and crab. The captain mm. looks over at you guys and goes, um, all right, well, this is a new shore. 
How many of you all been to Swan Hill before? No, actually, so we've got a few things that we want to do here. Um, we want to go to the library. Oh, of course. Um, the Tom Hold. Yeah, sure, yeah. But is there, a, is there an area you recommend for, like, finding a place to stay and drink? And Well, I could give you a quick rundown of the city if you'd like. Yeah, I'd love that. There's three main districts. There's the North Shore, there's the uh, Mid River, and there's the South Shore. Um, I like it fine up here in the North Shore, but it's a bit rougher around here. Mid River's um, very nice. It's elegant. Uh, it's a little bit more pricey. But Mid River is where you'd find uh, the Corral. Um, What's that? The Corral. It's a museum. Ooh. The Promenade is there as well. That's a, um, a theatre district. Um, Ooh, hate the theatre. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, Legacy Row is also in Mid River, and that's a um, popular stopover. It's a place famous for the sales of um, magical enchanted goods. If you wanted to partake and buy wands or staves or cloaks or something like that, or enchanted armor or weaponry. Yeah. Also, the um, the Grand Imperial Palace is up there as well, as well as the uh, the Tome Hold and the Sarithium. And then the South Shore is um, South Shore is more of a community. There's like the Marsh Gran is there as well. That's a, a grand market. They see you can find anything you need there. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty sprawling city. There's a lot of things to do in Mid River, but I I would maybe suggest. South Shore's probably going to be the cheapest and the, the most safe, but uh, Mid, River's, Mid River's quite nice. It's just a little bit more pricey. North Shore's fine. Definitely cheap. All right. Um, I could recommend a good tavern. Yeah. Like. Yes, um, please. There's a really great tavern that I stayed uh, when I was the guest of some naval people in Mid River called The Orchid. South Shore, there's um, a, a good tavern called The Blush. Uh, North Shore, probably the best tavern you could find would be the Godly Cod. <laughs> Not great. I wouldn't recommend it. But, yeah. Really appreciate it. What was your name? My name? McTavish. <laughs> McTavish. Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. I don't really know who you all are, um, but I, I figure it's better to not ask any questions and just sort Honestly, of leave you alone. It's probably a good idea. All right. No, no, we're away. Not in a weird way. We're, we're good people. We're just... Yeah. I'm Leila. That's Leila. Hi, it's nice to meet you, Leila. I'm going to go and help my men yeah, absolutely. unload the we will fish and the crabs. Be out of your hair. <sighs> Thank you. Thumbs down. And you guys are in the beautiful it's city like of Swan thumbs Hill. Thumbs down. Wait, is it Swan Hill or Swan Hill? Swan Hill. Swan. Um, Spell it, please. S-V-A-N Hill. Okay, I thought that's what you were saying, but then you told me there was a big-ass swan up there. There is. It's a swan. 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 So where do you guys want to go? In this grand city. I will also say, it's been a really long time since any of you have been in a metropolis like this. This is a big city. Has Layla ever been in one? No. The biggest city you've been in is Landlock, uh, which is close, but this is like a metropolis. It's built across a mile-wide river, and it goes back many, many miles uh, up the river. It's a, it's a bustling metropolis, and I will also say, almost everyone here appears to be human. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to disguise myself as uh, just me with... Human. With human features. skin and stuff. Cool. With human coloration. Sorry, I was going to look at you and say, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just hang out as my normal Janasi self. <laughs> yeah. And as we look the same, just you more human. Layla's going to put on the... I undo the disguise. Oh, no. She's just giving shit. Layla's going to put on the, the tiara she has. Okay. Like, and now I look important. Yes, yeah, you, you do. do. Just in a burlap sack or pants. Her, I give her one tiara. of my um, silk scarves. Ooh, she's going to like tie her hair up in a nice little bun with the scarf. Like, nice. Oh, yeah. And nice Cute. updo. 
a nice update. Yes. So where Let's would you guys that. like to head uh, in this massive city? Um, you can get you can so get wanted, you can get around on foot. You could also try to get a gondola to get you somewhere quicker. We wanted to look to see if there was any anyone who could scry for us into landlock. There's that, yeah. Um, I want to go to the library. Yep. So. I, I know we all have things that we want to do here, myself included. Do we want to sort of find a, a home base of some sort? Yeah, I'm Figure fine out where whatever. we're going to stay, and then we can, and then we can go from there. Um, he told us a couple of places. Yeah, he said the orchid or the uh, or the blush. blush. And mm, I'm in the mood to be pampered. Let's go. To the I'm orchid. sort of feeling the same way, and I sort of think it might be nice to be right in the center of everything, where all the uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, where the culture is and. It? Yeah, oh, basically yeah. the orchid. The orchid would be like a hotel in like downtown Manhattan or like Central Park West. Oh, like it's right there where everything so, is. So can we afford it? <laughs> um, I've got a bit of gold. Yeah, we can share really rooms. Good. I think we're okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay, you Jump. guys start heading in. You want to just go by foot? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Why not? It's start, a city. You start walking in. Um, just roll general perception checks, guys, as you take in the sights and the smells <laughs> and the sounds of the city. Natural twenty. Oh yeah, yes, Thora. I get all the smells. Thora's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Thirteen. Sixteen. Burped. Of course, those two words. Thirteen. Sixteen. Tristan. Nine. Nine. So you guys are moving. 19. You guys are walking through. <laughs> In case you cared. Right. Yeah. A, a lot of hotties here. There's a lot of beautiful people here kind of walking around. You do have to cut through uh, what nice. you assume is the promenade, which is the theater district, and you do hear, like, music coming out of uh, various buildings. It's really lovely. You pass by. There are vendors everywhere selling food, and so there's delicious smells in the air of, like, baking bread and meats and cheeses Same. and fruits. It's just a truly beautiful, gorgeous city. Everyone here is a little feeling a little bit more elegant. As you cross uh, the bridges to go into Mid-River, you do notice more and more that people are wearing some level of veil or shroud over their mm. eyes, which okay. you do remember as being a marker of nobility for the people of Vester. It, it generally means that you are just a little higher standing. Some people are just wearing like simple shrouds. Some people are literally wearing like round tinted glasses. Some people are wearing like those birdcage veils, stuff like that. At one point you do, you, you kind of are moving through this lovely kind of cobbled street you're walking over bridges, there are gondolas, people are like singing as they're like pushing their gondolas down the river. We all sing. You guys uh, round a corner and come into, um, you come across this massive courtyard and you can see this grand palace, uh, the base of which is this very modest looking dark stone, but as it gets a little bit taller and and clearly newer, it, it transcends into this white stone and then finally like crystal that are like topping the parapets and towers of this palace. Um, it's it's fenced in by a grand wall and fence. It like pretty much takes up an entire island all by itself. As you guys are moving past, you see all of these different people moving around and talking within the walls. They're all dressed very, very elegantly, kind of chatting with each other. You also see a gigantic hummingbird. <gasps> what? About the size of a stallion. Nightmare. That is standing kind of upright and kind of looking around oh, um, on the ground outside the gates. And every once in a while it cleans its, its like beautiful iridescent green feathers. It has like a kind of coppery throat that, that kind of catches the light and glistens. And it has these like yeah. rufous patches on its sides. And it has on its back a saddle and like a bridle and bit. And it's just kind of sitting there. 
and you see a elven woman. She has that uh, the kind of bronze skin of a high elf with kind of dark, uh, dark black hair that's cropped kind of short, almost like buzz cut. And she is dressed in uh, military garments, like a, kind of the dark green armor of like a high elf, like military uh, personnel. And she is viciously screaming insults through the gate at the various people who are doing their best to ignore her, calling them all sorts of very mean elvish names. Wait, so does she seem like an Oster? Are she they, does. Are no, they green? Elves, elves, elves would net would not be aligned with Oster or Vester. Oh, okay. She's just... She is an elf. Well, make a history check, elf. <laughs> that feels so rude. Elf. Elf. elf, elf, make a history check, elf. <laughs> it's very gimly of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would be dead before I saw the ring in the hands of an elf. God, do you like new dice? Mm, it's okay. Four. Four. Uh, yeah, you've never like, seen. She's an elf. You've never seen this kind of garb. You would recognize I can hear, her. I can understand what she's saying, though. Yeah, um, she's basically yelling in translated, so I won't do an accent for the translation. Basically, just like along the lines of like, if you don't fucking let me in to speak to the goddamn empress, I'm gonna burn this entire goddamn palace to the goddamn ground, and then I'm gonna come for each and every one of you and your wives and your children. And she's just like going <laughs> off. She's clearly like so pissed, and also she looks deeply, deeply stressed out. And upon getting a little bit closer, you notice that the like the hummingbird is a little looks a little like worse for wear. Like the feathers are kind of like scuffed up and and, and torn, and her armor is uh, a little scuffed up as well. The guards here, I should say, as you kind of been walking around, are dressed in like dark indigo armor, but the eye holes, like where you would normally see their eyes, are somehow magically enshrouded, so you cannot see their eyes. Ooh. Kind of steps forward, and she's like, "Very stormtrooper." Yeah, she kind of like steps back as a guard and just makes a bunch of obscene elven hand gestures <laughs> at him, and it's just like fucking shit ass and <laughs> turns around and kind of sees all of you guys just kind of like staring as she's been kind of cursing. I'm what? say to her in Elvish, what's going on? These fuckers won't let me in to see the Empress. Why do you need to see the Empress? Kind of like looks around. Just curious. Make a persuasion check. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, 22. I'm a, I'm a member of the Vlen Kelleth, the cavalry of Antani, and um, something- That's a tree place. I guess that's one way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> Always wanted to go there. It looks so cool. Well, I don't know if you can. Something happened. What What happened? Some sort of... I don't even know what you would call it. Some sort of... It was like nature exploded. <gasps> the whole tree started, like, fighting against us and beasts started showing up and murdering people and, and oh vines started choking people and the water started to get poisoned. And so we're kind of... There's thousands and thousands of us just refugees, and I'm trying to get permission to bring the refugees into the city. They're still very far away. We were all kind of sent to various nearby cities to ask for aid. So I was been trying to get the ear of the Empress to allow the refugees to come in here and be safe for a little while, because right now our sacred tree is uh, inhospitable. So oh, I'm, a little, I'm a little heated. What did these beasts look like? And I'm speaking English. She's like, um... She is really smart. She has lots of languages. Make a, just a general charisma check for me. Mm -hmm. With advantage, because... Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, that's a, just a nice 18. She kind of just calms down. Just like animals. Like giant hawks and eagles from the canopy, but also boars and crocodiles and giant rats and all, all manner of creatures. Do they seem possessed by something or did they like look I don't I don't know I didn't really take time to check if they were possessed what was your name Ritterow yeah I'm really sorry about that 
I wonder if there's another way to go about getting the ear of the Empress. I just, I don't think this is going to get you very far. I know. I'm just tired. I've been flying for days. Keldrum is almost dead. He's so tired. And she gestures to the giant hummingbird. He's like... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to try. I I filed a motion to meet with the Empress in her court tomorrow, but I would just appreciate... I just want to... I feel like if I'm not doing something now, you know... Yeah. Well, listen. I'm letting everybody down. If I, in my travels, run across anybody who seems important, I will speak to your cause. Uh, thanks. Uh, what was your name? Cordelia. These guys have all the whole time just been speaking in Elvish, so it's a lot of like. She goes, okay. Well, I need to need to go find a stable that was is willing to put up a giant hummingbird. Yeah. Do you mind if I uh, if I tell the rest of the party what happened at? Yeah, spread spread the word. I, maybe someone will figure out how to help. I don't yeah. know. She walks over and she uh, swings up onto her giant hummingbird and good luck. it's like a fucking chopper taking off. Like you're all like kind of buffeted by the immense amount of wind that's kicked up by this giant horse-sized hummingbird and it kind of flies off. I tell everybody like what we've talked about. Jesus. Oh shit. Well, why don't we go there? We, we, we've dealt with this problem before on a smaller scale, sure. But Is it the same problem? I don't know. Sounds like it. The hag, right? You think no. it's the hag? And didn't, isn't that where the, because the hag was running away from something, right? Hmm. I don't know. It seems a little bit beyond me, but. I will also say, just as a note, you guys have actually physically seen Antani mm-hmm. about like a week ago, maybe, when you were in the observatory. Yeah, Some of you looked through the telescope yeah. and it was fine. Like people were walking around in the fine. So this clearly has just, like, just very recently happened. Is Antony a part of the Morwood, or...? No, it's, uh, it is the last high elf city. It's north of the Morwood, but it's not a part of the Morwood. The Morwood is a wood elf kingdom. Um, Antony is a high elf kingdom. There are very, very few high elves left ever since Elusia fell, which was a very, very prominent high elf kingdom. It's really weird. I just, I feel like there are so many terrible things happening, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're connected in any way, though, because... They seem to be, though. I don't know. I mean, nature turning against even the animals. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing that the forest was sort of corrupted, where that hag was, but I don't know. This is a, You've seen the size of this place. It's, it's massive. Well, it just seems like everything is chaos or something oriented. Yeah. And then there's the vampire thing, and, yeah. and then whatever happened to you in Landlock, I still don't really understand that. Also, I will say, you do remember, because it just happened earlier today, Antani is one of the locations of two of the eight. Mm. Okay. Well, Tippleton, oh. Hagel Hall, and the Druid, Adri, were there. And they're the, like, natural type. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that had the vines, and yeah. they seemed like nature. Like a Druid and a Ranger. People. A Druid and a Ranger. Nature people. Mm-hmm. There you go. The nature classes. <laughs> oh, shoot. Was this person we ran into the Ranger? No, Tippleton's a no. But Adri's an elf. No, but her name wasn't Adri. It was... <laughs> it was Yodoro. Are you guys yeah. continuing to move towards the orchid? I think yeah. so. Or the, to the tavern? Yeah. yeah. You guys are kind of chatting about this. Just an odd thing to witness, a giant hummingbird. Yeah. With a elf riding it. Because I don't think any of you have been to Antani. I want to. It's on my bucket list. It's pretty dope. <laughs> I'm not... I'm just saying, maybe if you go there, it'll be pretty dope. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, it'll be her. You guys continue to move through, <laughs> heading towards uh, the direction. You ask for directions to the orchid as you continue... More just like delicious smells. You do cross through for a brief moment what appears to be Legacy Row. You see a bunch of shops. Mm-hmm. Like you see a um, a shop called Vitruvius's Magical Vestments. 
You see a shop called Wondrous Items by Wardegar, stuff like that. Uh, but you continue to pass through. The next kind of odd thing that you find is what is essentially a crime scene. Like people are being shepherded away. There is, you're kind of moving past a building, um, kind of walking over canals and stuff. And as you kind of cross a little bridge over a, a canal, you see, there's another gondola guy. <laughs> like damn, they're everywhere. I know, we're like, okay, there's a crime scene. <laughs> Can you stop saying it? You see there is like um, dark velvet rope that has been uh, stretched around like police tape almost and those guards but are standing at post but it's dark and purple there is a man a human man dead on the cobblestone clearly fell from the top story and like cracked his head uh, and there are like guards like alright move on move on nothing to see nothing to see make uh, perception checks you guys yeah, is there something to see Layla's just <laughs> staring at it she it's cool it's really gruesome and I mean, cool, pretty kind of cool I don't see shit that's a four Nat 20. Nat 20? 11. 13. Layla and Doc, you notice two of the guards are kind of talking with each other. One of them seems to be like a captain. And the captain is going, um, what do you think? Is this... You think it's the Rose? And we the, all whisper. The rose. <laughs> uh, and the guard, the guard goes, I mean, it fits her MO. You know, wealthy, influential... Could be, but I don't know. And then they kind of notice you looking and they're like, they kind of turn away. You got a nat 20. You don't get that much more, but you do hear from the captain, if it is the Rose, that's six dead in the last week alone. Layla's going to walk up to the guns. You go underneath the rope and they go, whoa, (laughs) whoa, young lady, you cannot be back here. Who is the Rose? What? Who is the Rose? The captain kind of pushes forward. Young lady, if you know something about the Rose. I don't. I heard you talking about it, so I asked. Make a persuasion check. Nine. <laughs> I'm gonna like go over the line too. Is this your daughter? Uh, get, my little sister. Yeah. No, I'm not your sister. Okay, let right. get out from underneath the, the line. Layla, come on, get out of here. Move it along. Is a rose killing people? Just let's go. Come on, let's move along. Move along. He's not. He does not seem to be interested in, in in listening to you. As you kind of push, people are kind of like talking. You hear the rose mentioned a couple of times. The rose of Swan Hill. Are there like newspapers in this town? Make a perception check. I would like it. I'd like to try to find a newspaper. Yeah. News. The news. Uh, eleven. Yeah, there's like a little newsboy on a corner, and he's like waving around news. Extra. And he goes. Extra. Extra. Victory in Auster. Auster and King signs surrender. Oh. Waving the... Waving go the, grab a... What? Go grab a broadsheet. Can you go grab one? That'll be a copper. Oh, I give him one. Did you just groan? <laughs> Am I annoying you? Give yes. me a copper. Yes, you are. Here's your copper. <laughs> you kind of open it up. The The main kind of thing... Everyone's... It's, it's more of a news... Around me. <laughs> it's a newspaper, but there's only a few pages. The yeah. main story is that it looks like Calder Brennick, who is the king of Auster just signed the official surrender papers to become a province of the Western Empire. <gasps> what? Marking the swiftest military conquest since the times of the Thule Imperium thousands of years ago. What? This sounds so real. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Basically, they, they detailed, they, they had, it's like an exclusive one-on-one interview with the Empress herself, who basically, like, d- details, like, they sent a surrender like a, a missive, essentially, that was like, if you surrender, we will make you governor of Auster and you can run things, but you will answer to the Empire. And he signed it. So they, the basically, Vester and Auster were at war for a week. And this is... Through the, through the leadership of the brand new Empress Allegra, who has, who has also been Empress for a week. Uh-huh. She has effectively more than doubled, like, the land area of... 
of the kingdom. And she also details that the king's um, insurrectionist sister, Kara Brennick, is still on the lamb with her band of rebels and loyalists to the original crown. Mm. Basically detailing that Kara and uh, Calder were twins and Calder veered towards surrender while Kara veered towards open rebellion. So she's still in rebellion with her followers. But Calder has been named governor of Oster, has been had all of his kingly titles taken away and now serves the empire. So, and because we're investors, it's written in a very like, Woo! Like, victorious. Yeah, like, we did it. Okay. How dope is that? Is there anything about the rose in this paper? Um, like, or about there, the, the killings? Yeah, so there is a couple of stories about um, various influential members of nobility who have been found murdered with a red and a white rose usually displayed on their bodies or somewhere in the space where they were murdered. The only description that people have of the uh, the rose of Swan Hill is a female, probably human, generally wears a dark red cloak, a white blouse, dark red trousers, boots. Is it and, bad that I'm already on her side? <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and uh, red, uh, red gloves. Um, no one knows why she's doing that, why she is doing committing these murders, but she has been linked to them. Okay. Is Rosa a symbol of Oster or Vester or... I'll make a history check. No. Good point. More York or Lancaster? Hmm. Uh, 23. Rose in Western society historically is associated with when Vester was a bunch of small kingdoms. A red rose was symbolic of the beginning of a war. Very elegant and stately, This the, the people from Vester. And the white rose generally denoted some sort of personal grudge. Okay. But yeah, it seems kind of strange. A couple of killings linked to her and there's a, a wanted poster, but it's not very helpful because it's literally like a shrouded face with a, like you get this much skin and then she also wears a mask that she pulls up that comes up over the bridge of her nose that also seems to be a dark red color. Cool. There's a story about um, mm-hmm. the gala that is being held at the Quran. Um, Ooh. It's literally the Met Gala because it's at the museum. Essentially, but it is a, it's, a, it's a victory gala to celebrate the victory in Oster. Um, as well as a successful first week in office for the Empress, Allegra. It is uh, tonight. It's still also very early morning for y'all. Yeah. It's like 10. It has a list of people who are uh, attending, who have come from various uh, duchies from around the, the country. Not a lot of names catch your eye, except for Anthony Fulton, who you might remember from a letter you found on a dead man many, many Absolutely. weeks ago. Oh, is he dead? He's coming to the ball, so um, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, attending the ball with his husband, Josiah Fulton. We need to meet. I, I think as I'm like looking through, and maybe you guys are looking at the newspaper too, but I, I'll like point out the yeah these all these things that are in the thing. Mm-hmm. And then do you tell us about like the red and the right, white yeah, rose yeah. that you know? Well, wow. Anthony Fulton, he's one of the reasons that we came here in the first place. Yeah. I feel like we have to go to the fancy I party. I think we should... Yeah. Get dressed up and go meet Anthony. Yeah. Oh no, we have to go to the fancy party filled with beautiful people. <laughs> I know, it's going to be terrible. Absolutely. Yes. Uh you guys are kind of walking and reading, and you do eventually find a beautiful white stone and wood tavern uh with an orchid kind of uh, painted on the front. Uh, which you recognize is the tavern you walk in. That's Todd doing. Todd is tired. <laughs> Um, he's not loving the fact that anywhere he goes right now, he's clip-clopping because it's a cobbled street. It's just like, guys, I really don't like... I feel like I'm drawing a lot of attention to the fact that I'm just a pony walking next to all of you guys. Todd, do you want me to see if I can find someone to make you something to put on your hose to make it like more comfortable and more quiet? Like shoes. Like 
so like socks? You want me to wear socks? <laughs> I don't know, some kind of cushion. I don't know. I just feel like when I was a frog or a bird, I could kind of blend in, and now I'm just a big animal. Todd, we love you no matter what you look like. Oh, that's nice. I'm not that big. I mean, I'm much bigger than a frog. Yeah. I'm fine. Let's just go in the tavern. Uh, you guys kind of enter, and you can see this uh, very elderly kind of human woman at the desk. Hello! Oh, God. Hi. Welcome to the Orchid. You're... Number one stop for a restful time in Sawmill. Thanks. Can I get you rooms? Yes. Okay. How many rooms? Uh, this is always a conundrum. Do you have a suite? We do have a suite. We have a honeymoon suite. We have a... Do you have like uh, a friendship suite? <laughs> well, you, you're not required to be on your honeymoon to have the honeymoon suite. <laughs> I mean, why It not? has just one big bed in it, though. Oh. Right, yeah. That I think that's... Uh, <laughs> we do have a... Um, like an apartment. A few rooms. Oh, I could. We have a couple of floors that are, have a bunch of interlinked rooms, so you could access each other's uh, rooms. Yeah. I would like the honeymoon suite, please. You would like the honeymoon suite? Uh, All right. Um, of course. How, about, how much? How much is the honeymoon suite? How much are we talking here? Well, for the interconnected rooms, that would be about five gold a night. Oh, that's not that's bad. That's fine. For the honeymoon suite, that would be 20 gold per night. Oh. Do you Wait. have that money, Layla? Yes. Honestly. How long are we staying? You can pay by night. Just night. be sure to let's stop by, by the desk. Yeah, let's do night by night. Yeah. Layla's gonna give him like sixty gold. So you'll be staying Sorry. for three nights. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well. She slides that gold <laughs> into a bag. And for the rest of you, how many rooms? One each. Yeah. yeah. Or I can share. Well, if we're interlinking, either way, I can share with whoever. I'm fine to share. Maybe three. I'm guessing there's showers in each. What's a shower? Or like a tub. We have baths, yeah. <laughs> um, could we get like three interlinked rooms with that have yeah. six beds? I can make that happen. I just need to move some stuff around. Sure, yeah. yeah. We're a deeply arcane city, so like sky's the limit. Okay. Yeah, yeah then let's do that. Okay, sure. three. Uh, so how, how much did I say? Five gold a night? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen gold, please. Sure. Who's paying that? I'll, I'll, I'll do this night. I'll, okay. I'll go okay. fifteen to this night. That's correct. You guys go up and kind of get slightly situated, and the rooms are very nice. They all have uh, windows that look out onto the beautiful city and the canals and the river. You can see in the distance the, the waterfall that's falling off of the cliffs 400 feet down. You can see um, the Grand Promontory, which is where that statue of the swan is with the temple dedicated to Gala. It's really, really beautiful here. It's really beautiful and elegant. Um, it's quite lovely. So... Uh, you guys idea. meet up in one of you guys go up to <laughs> Layla's honeymoon yeah. suite. To, it's and so nice. There's Layla. There is a big old tub. There is like uh, like a wine rack. <laughs> there are bookshelves. There's a massive bed shaped like a heart. <laughs> Layla is going to start looking furiously throughout the room for honey and or moons. For honey and or moons. Yeah, make a make an investigation check. Uh, she crit failed. You don't find any honey or moons. She's furious. Layla, what are you looking for? There is no honey and no moons anywhere in this room. <laughs> oh, uh, darling. That's not what a honeymoon is. What is a honeymoon? Honeymoon is uh, after two people get married, they go on a little trip to celebrate. And sometimes they come to a nice place like this. Are we on a honeymoon? No. She no, said she no. didn't have to be. <laughs> yeah. Layla's just peeved. <laughs> but, look, you've got this really nice room now. And you could go buy some honey. You can't buy the moon, though. What, far as I know. What are all these beverages? She's pointing to the wine rack. It's just a really a rack of really nice wine. Those are not for kids. Okay. They taste really bad. It's wine. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Hmm. Like, you probably wouldn't like it. So is it still morning? I would say, yeah, by around now it's about noonish. Okay. So let's go to the Sarithnoyam. Yeah, I mean, Question mark? I feel like there's, there's a lot that we have to look at, to look for, research. Yeah. I know Can I've I got a few things that I'm looking yeah. for. Maybe we do some research and then tonight we go to a ball. Yeah. Do we have stuff to wear? We can make that happen. Yeah, we can go shopping. Should we go shopping? <laughs> yeah, shopping. That was my thought. <laughs> Just the classic, well, now the gang has to get all fancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we have to wear nice things. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Shop, shopping. Well, sure, that's what I was thinking too. Shoplifting. Maybe. Oh, mm. <laughs> I'm trying. Mm. I don't know what to wear for this. Um, we'll find something. The tiara is great. Mm. I think we start with that and find something to go with it. There are stores, Layla, for the nice clothes. Okay, help me, please. We'll, we'll, we'll go we together. Just go to this. Oh. <laughs> I sort of figured I could get in. Pim just asked the straight-up question that Max has been like, really <laughs> So and then we'll all just go to the exclusive gala. Can I look more closely at the newspaper, like, see if it said, like, do you need mm. an invitation? <laughs> I mean, it definitely seems like people were invited to come. It definitely seems like a noble kind of, like, for the nobles. I feel like when I've I read... I love that you all were like, yeah, then we'll just go, right? Yeah, it's a party. <laughs> so, what I've read in a bunch of stories is that people can get in through the wait staff, so... Oh. Or, like... So, do we have to pretend to be, to, to be waiters? We could. Let's do it. That sounds like so much fun. I mean, well, we do come from a noble family. I wonder if there's any strings we can pull. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys going to the Cerithium? What yeah. are you guys yeah. going to do? Um, Hell yeah. So research, homework, and then we figure out this ball thing. We've got many hours, I think, oh, for right, it. Right, right. Yes, okay. But. okay, you guys start heading towards... Um, um, I want to try and is. find... Uh, Someone to talk to about scrying. Okay, where would you start with that? Um, the library. Okay, so like when you get to the Cerithium, you're going to look yeah, for someone to scry. Okay, cool. You guys are moving along, heading in the direction, kind of asking around in the direction of the Cerithium, which you could see actually from your windows. Like the Cerithium is this strange kind of like triangular building that kind of comes up to like a point and seems to be made out of like glass and, and crystal. Ooh, does it look like in the Louvre? That? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, Wait a minute. You're kind of heading in that direction. Make perception checks, everybody. Perception yes, sir. Checks. Four. Fourteen. Fourteen. Ten. Yeah, team fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen? <laughs> okay, so you guys, you guys got below tens, right? Thora and... Yeah. Right? Yeah. You guys are kind of walking, and you're kind of in bullet time, kind of notice a couple of things. There's like a man, like a nice, like handsome looking man, and he is just like tying his like his boot and uh, roaring down like the road. Uh, there seems to be like some, like a horse maybe got like spooked or something, and this carriage that it is drawing, the, the driver cannot get like control of this horse, and it is roaring towards this nice looking man who is uh, tying his shoe. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I. We don't see it. You don't see it. Don't see it. We're anything. dumb as shit. <laughs> can, can, can we try to pull him out of the way? Yeah. Make an athletics check. Is this, is this dexterity based in any way? It feels like a dexterity thing to be able to do it quick enough. Because it got make a dexterity check to, to run over and try to okay. knock him out of the and, way. And my and little's going to yell, hey, watch out! Okay, so do it with advantage. <laughs> Ooh, cool. that is I got a an, 21. I got a natural 20. 
a natural 20. Okay, so you run forward. Uh, he doesn't seem to hear you. You run forward and just like rugby tackle this guy out of the way and this cart kind of like careens down and continues to go and you see some, like people are like chasing after it. The guy is just like, ah! as you kind Me, of Me, Doc, and the him. guy are just like rolling, like tumbling down ah! the street. Uh, he's kind of like bruised, kind of like looks over in the direction of the cart that's kind of like careening. Uh, make an insight check, you two, because you're looking into his face. 17. I'm like, <laughs> grab his chin. Eight. Uh, this guy seems like noble. He does have uh, some some spectacles, some dark tinted spectacles that have been kind of like knocked askew. He doesn't seem to be hearing anything. And he seems to notice the cart for like the very first time and kind of tries to kind of free his hands and starts um, signing at you. I shrug. Sorry, I can't sign. You hear uh, Lord Fulton! And uh, you see this, uh, this like very like old, kind of like hunched over, manservant looking fellow kind of like hobble out of the store with like a little bag of something. Oh my goodness! And kind of walks over and kind of lifts him up. The Lord starts kind of like signing at him as well. And the guy kind of looks and goes, Thank you for saving the Lord Fulton. I'm forever in you. <laughs> One moment. And kind of starts like futzing around with uh, with like a purse and pulls out like a, a couple of coins. Oh, no. Please. No, no, it's, it's fine. What was your name? His name. My Sorry. name. What's your name too? Who are you? My name is Nasif. Hi, Nasif. Hi. And this is? This is Lord Josiah Fulton. Uh, Josiah Fulton is the husband of yeah, Anthony, Anthony Fulton. Fulton. Yeah. Uh, kind of, he starts like signing a little bit, and you see Josiah kind of sign uh, to Nasif, who goes, "The Lord, thanks, thanks you for saving saving his life." You two are jog over. <laughs> you just yeah, noticed that after everything. Of course, <laughs> um, you're like we helped. <laughs> he asks. Uh, he asks your names. We'll just go around the circle, I suppose. <laughs> you guys kind of in- introduce uh, yourselves. Yeah. Does anyone say different names, or do you introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kind of, Honest he folk. kind of spells them out for the Lord, and the Lord kind of just gives you like a very like very like nice smile. This guy Aww. seems very very nice, and kind of signs. And Nasif goes, um, "My Lord Josiah hopes it does not offend if he says that you are an odd collective of people to see on the streets of Sunhill." That yeah, we are. He's kind of rude, but okay. <laughs> Well, we mainly just see humans where we're from, and, and here there's there's very few other people of different walks of life, which my lord finds refreshing. I I should Lord Josiah Fulton is is the husband of Lord Anthony Fulton. Um, oh. I am Lord Anthony Fulton's uh, major domo, but I am out today with with Josiah with Lord Lord Josiah, uh, while his uh, his main interpreter. Is uh, helping Lord Antony with something. So we're just out, kind of out, and, and um, you should keep a better eye on him. He almost got hit by that horse. You're right. It was my fault, and I, I'm a bad major domo. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think it's fine. <laughs> I think you should work. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to do. Jo- Josiah kind of signs. My, my lord, uh, Josiah uh, wants to know what brings you to the city. Oh, we heard about uh, the the gala that's happening tonight. Oh, the the victory, the victory guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said research. Oh, visiting the library. It's world famous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, the Cerithium and the the Tome Hall. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a very. Uh, jo- my, my Lord Josiah goes to study there quite uh, quite often. Yo, oh, you are you here for the gala? Kind of looks at your like mercenary clothes that you're all wearing. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we we're gonna uh, we we're gonna dress up more, but I didn't know if there was. Like any uh, any spots available still? He's it? also he's also signing to Josiah yeah. as you speak. Yeah. Do, um, do we need to buy tickets? Yeah, is it like full or invite only or what? Uh, kind of sign. Uh, you see Josiah's like eyes kind of like light up. 
and he kind of like taps uh, Nasif on the shoulder uh, and kind of signs something, and Nasif is like, kind of like signs something back. They kind of sign furiously back and forth, and Nasif is like, uh, the Lord Josiah Fulton offers an invitation to attend the gala as oh. his personal guests oh, tonight. So that is so incredibly kind. Very nice. As he, you can see, we he, he, would like, he would like you to know that as the, the husband of the Lord, he does not have the power to give a lot of gifts, but this one he can give. Oh, oh, and we great. would just love to meet um, Anthony as well. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, if it, if it, it's just like I. Oh no! Anyway, I mean, uh, of course you would want to meet him. He's a wonderful. He's a wonderful man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Insight? Yeah, you can make an insight check. How's this guy feel about Anthony? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ten. Uh, you're not quite sure how he feels about Anthony. Okay. Um. Well, we should continue. We do have to do some prep. Um, are you staying in the city? Yeah, we'll be here for a little bit. We're at the Orchid, yeah. I mean, the honeymoon suite. Oh. Just by herself. Yeah, she didn't yeah. know that was. So. She, yeah. There's no honey or moons in there, so don't, nope. don't get confused. Okay, well. Uh, do you have anything to wear? <laughs> no. We will. Not, not yet. We're working on that. Yeah, we're well, do, you say, do you say the name of the hotel you were staying in? The Orchid. Oh, they have a tailor on staff. Um, one moment, and Lord just uh, kind of rummages around, pulls out like a little marker. And hands it to Nasif, who then hands it to Doc. Uh, just show them that marker and say it's on the Fulton payroll, and they will get you hooked up with whatever kind of clothing you want to wear tonight. Oh, um, is... It is on the Lord. And Josiah just kind of like puts his hands over his heart and, oh. and signs I, thank you. Shake to his hand. hand. And I also sign thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you will be our, our well, not, not mine, the Lord's cherished guest. I, of course, will be working as I always do. Um. Well, work harder. Okay, well, have a wonderful rest of your day doing your research. Yes. yes. Great. Well, we will see you tonight. Um, many blessings. Um, happy Victory Day. Happy Victory Day. Woohoo. Uh, he kind of reaches up and takes uh, Josiah's arm in his. Josiah kind of gives you all a wave and signs a few things. Uh, he, the Lord cannot thank you enough for, for saving his life today. It is always good to meet new and interesting people, and he is eager to get to know you all a little better tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. And Josiah kind of gives you a cute little a little nod. He's so cute. <laughs> He's so cute and nice. And uh, they, they walk off They walk off arm in arm, and you guys uh, are left standing on the cobblestone street. Just I think we probably all just like look at each other like... Hey, so uh, remember how we were worried about getting into the gala? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's good that now. Great. You don't have to be waitstaff. You're welcome. Or I'm, sneak in. I'm glad of that. <laughs> yeah. And we have a front row seat to talk to Anthony, so. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we do. Well. Well, next week on Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys um, completely shook by your good luck, by your immense good fortune. Shook by the fortune. Um, after meeting an adorable man and uh, his slightly commodity manservant, you uh, head off in the direction of the Cerithium, and that's where we'll pick up next week. Hey everybody, Happy New Year. This is Cheyenne and I play Cordelia. Thank you so much for listening to episode 35 of Adventures in Questing. We really appreciate all your patience for the last few weeks as we took some time off for the holidays. Now we're feeling super ready to start the new year or keep those episodes coming. And we have so many great ideas in the works that we can't wait to share with you all. And we also just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who took a chance on us during our first year in the world of podcasting. Truly, it made our 2019 incredible. We'll be jumping back into social media soon, so make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And of course, if you didn't know, we have a Patreon. 
So if you want to support us, um, access to our bonus content starts at just a dollar a month at patreon.com slash adventures in questing. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. 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 Ye